everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra. And Nicole. Thank you for joining us for another episode. This is episode 41. And happy April. Right? <laughs> it's happy a- April. Really excited. Um, this is one of our favorite months, and we'll tell you why in just a little bit. But let's start talking about our weekends. Nicole, how was your weekend? Okay, so my weekend started off fun because on Friday was April Fool's Day. (laughs) And the kids were so excited for April Fool's this year. They've been talking about it for weeks. And we basically came up up with a plan to prank uh, their dad. So uh, what we did was we knew he was going to get home a little late. We stopped at Starbucks. And we made a little concoction of a drink, mm-hmm. a little um, <laughs> apple prune juice. Oh my gosh. A little water, of course. And then some uh, kombucha pomegranate in there. Oh gosh. And they were like, dad, we brought you your favorite drink. And it looked like his favorite drink from Starbucks. That was the funny thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> And he just looked at me like, can I drink this? And I'm like, you can drink it. And he was just like, mm. trusting you. <laughs> yeah. And then the kids were like, April Fool's. They didn't even let him like. They didn't let him taste it? No, they were just like so excited. Oh my gosh. And while they were in the kitchen just laughing about it, I quickly put on the um, broken TV thing from YouTube on the TV. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I'm like, oh no. And they all run in. Oh my gosh, the TV. And my husband's like, what did you do? What, what's the TV? And the kids are like, what are we going to do? Like, you guys broke the TV. Like, what, you broke the TV. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm so sorry. And then my husband goes up and touches the TV. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh huh. And I'm like, April Fool's. <laughs> so the kids weren't in on that part. They didn't know about the broken TV. Yeah, they didn't know about the broken TV. So I got them on the broken TV and then they got my husband on the Starbucks and nobody got me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny. That was really fun. And then Saturday was the worst because I, I woke up with this crazy migraine on Saturday. Mm. And I was just like, are you serious? And so I had this crazy migraine. And then Sunday I was like recovering from the migraine. Mm-hmm. And anybody out there, if you get migraines, or Kendra, I don't know if you get migraines. But I it's, just, it's like it's terrible. I had one last week for like uh, days. Yeah, it's not fun. Cause like I don't know about you, but I have to do. I have to. The Tylenol don't even work. I still take it because it takes a little edge off. Because then I just go to sleep. Yeah, but. It's like, I got to do, I have to wait the next six hours to take that second group of Tylenol. Yep. And the ice pack never helps on the first round of six hours, but it always helps on the second round. Mm-hmm. And then it takes away that irritable pain, but then the, there's still that like, you know what I'm saying? That consistent pain in the back of your head. Yeah. And then Sunday I was just kind of like recovering from it because it just like takes you out, you know? Yep. And uh that's it <laughs> oh, I, I mean yeah head. when you have a migraine all weekend it's like listen no. I don't want to do anything like no, no 
I didn't clean my house. Sorry, I cleaned my house on Friday. On Friday, I cleaned my house. But then I was sick in the bed. So by Sunday, it was just like, y'all <laughs> done. it all up again. Yeah, y'all didn't. I, I'm like, I'm not cleaning it up again until like Tuesday. But like, it was just like, I'm sick in the bed. So everybody was having a good time. But anyways, how was, how was your weekend? How was your week? What have you been up to? Oh, our week was good. Um, it was spring break for Kendine. So um, the first portion of the week, was that this week that it was raining? Yeah, I believe it, it yeah. rained like the first, um, it, or it was cold as well. But um, so we didn't do much the first couple of days. Um, we did go out. Kendine likes to go out to eat. So we went out to dinner one night um I forget what else we did during the beginning of the week but the end of the week we decided to take a trip to our one of our favorite places as you guys know if you listen to the podcast we go like every couple of months (laughs) we went to Palm Desert which is near Palm Springs and they actually have a um I forget what it's I think it's called the live zoo live garden zoo or something like that or the living desert it's called the living desert yeah yes and it's a really nice um zoo experience they have like an african safari which is like so lovely i'm like i can't believe that this is like right down the street they have giraffes and um they had zebras they had ostrich they had um cheetahs like a lot of wildlife animals out there. So it's really cool to see. Um, so we did that on Thursday because we couldn't check into the hotel until like four. So we decided to go out early and go to the zoo. And then they have the whole other side where it's not real animals, but they had a lot of different exhibits and um, different things to look at. So that was really nice. Um, and then... You know, we checked into the hotel. We went with another family. So the kids didn't know. Well, I think their son knew that Kendon was coming, but we didn't tell Kendon. If you listen to the podcast, you already know. (laughs) There are certain things we have to tell him um, just so that he's not anxious about what's happening. But there's certain things we cannot tell him because he will talk about it every five minutes and drive us crazy. So once he saw us packing the car, he's like, are we going on holiday? Which he calls vacation holiday. And we're like, yeah, we're going on holiday. He's like, wow, I'm so excited. He's like, who's coming? Because usually we go with my parents. And I'm like, you'll have to just wait and see who's coming. And then he's like, okay. I'm like, but we're going somewhere special first. And so I told him about the zoo on the way there. He was really excited. Um, and then when we got to the hotel, they pulled up in the car next to us and I'm like, look who's here. And it's his best friend. So he was so excited and they just had a ball. Um, it's very interesting experience with all the kids and we had like a two bedroom villa. Oh, nice. But, um, you know, it's still a smaller space than what we're used to, but it was really fun off. We have two boys and they have two boys, um, So we like cooked dinner and like uh, we did one dinner, one breakfast and they did one dinner, one breakfast. So it was really cool. And Friday we had a full pool day. We went out to the pool. They have like, um, what do you call it? The, um, what do you call it? The water stuff outside. Oh, flash pad. 
Okay, yeah. So yeah. that in the pool area, they have a splash pad and then they have like a kiddie pool and then they have the big pool. So the kids were just bouncing from one area to the next um, all day Friday. And then Saturday, we checked out, went to the Cabazon outlets. The kids were not too excited about that, but we got them <laughs> the little car thing and they were fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sunday, um, I went, we went to, my mom actually took the kids for us because we needed a break after that, okay? Yeah. And we went to a brunch. My friend, um, it's like a little sister, a little play sister of mine. She just had her 30th birthday. So we went to her brunch on Sunday, which was really nice. Nice, relaxing day after having a full weekend with a bunch of kids. <laughs> In the sun. So it was really nice. That's how we ended out the weekend so you know your makeup looked really good I saw the pictures from the brunch I was like wow Kendra's makeup looks really good oh thank you yeah and, and I'm I, glad you went to that zoo that's my favorite zoo yeah it's so, you know what we go to Palm Desert all the time but we usually go in the heat of the summer and so it's like a hundred and something degrees so we never really go to the zoo because it's just too hot but it was only like 80 when we went and so it was nice. Like it was still hot, but it was nice. Um, so I'm glad we went as well. We'll definitely go back. Um, yeah, so it was nice. There's a place in that zoo where they, I don't know if you saw it because it is a really big zoo mm -hmm. where they um, operate on animals. And Yeah, we didn't make it to that side. And I know there's like a discovery center area, whatever. Yeah, yeah we didn't make it over there either, but we're going to try to go back before um, it got too hot. Um, so we're going to try to go back because it was it was a lot. In the, but the kids started getting tired. Bryson started getting tired. So, yeah, we were there for a couple of hours. Especially after the drive, too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we were like, oh, we're going to have to come back and do the other side. Because we literally only did the like the wild safari section and a little bit of like the Australian whatever. Um area so we'll definitely have to go back yeah because uh I want to go back to that zoo because they have where you can uh ride the camels oh really yeah the camels we did, we did feed the giraffes so that oh, was nice. cool. Ken and Ken and chickened out he was so excited <laughs> he talked about it the whole time and then when it was time and he saw that giraffe's big old tongue he was like no Bryson wasn't scared Bryson was like Cause you know you just hold the lettuce and it comes to get it. So Bryce was just like, hmm. <laughs> "Oh my god, Bryson is so awesome! That's yeah. so funny." All right, let's move into our mama moments. Yes. So I'll start off with mine. My mama moment is I don't know if I shared this before. I don't believe I did, but mm -hmm. my my kids have a thing right now where they'll be like, "Wow, mom," or "Wow, dad." You're a great parent. <laughs> You're oh, wow, thank you. You're a great parent. I love and it. I'm like, and my husband and I like trip out, like, oh wow, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm like, we're just getting into these kids. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. But then the other day something happened where I wouldn't get Audrey ice cream because that kid loves sweets right mm -hmm. and I was like no we're not getting ice cream today <gasps> you're not a good parent <laughs> you're not a good parent 
Oh, the drama. You're not, you're not a good parent. And I was like, that hurts my feelings. Why would you say that I'm not a good parent? Like that hurts my feelings. I, you had a frosty the other day, but I just think if we eat too much of that ice cream and stuff, it's gonna like affect your teeth. Your teeth are it's not gonna be good. I right. tell him you're gonna have bugs in your teeth. Do you want me to show you the kids with the bugs in their Ooh. teeth? <laughs> and he like they'll be like, oh, I don't. It's like they'll just be like you. She was just like just like mm, you know. Yeah. And then later on, she was like, Mom, I'm. I'm sorry about saying you're not a good parent. You are a good parent. Oh my gosh, she is so cute. <laughs> so yeah, that is uh, my mama moment. What about you? Um, so my mama moment, uh, you know, we talked about how we just came from back from vacation. And so I think Kendon's days were a little off because, um, so backstory, like normally on Saturdays, like I sleep in a little bit and my husband cooks breakfast for everybody and Kendon usually helps him and like um he'll you know he'll get to turn on a, a tv show downstairs that he likes and he'll help my husband prepare breakfast then he'll come up and be like mom surprise you know yeah the whole thing so we're in the car on the way back from our trip and he's like um he's like okay so here's the plan tomorrow mom is gonna sleep in and Bryson is going to sleep in with her. Then me and dad are going to go downstairs and we're going to make breakfast. I'm going to put on Go Dog Go on the TV and we're going to prepare breakfast and then we'll wake up mommy. Like he has his whole plan mapped out. And right. so we're like, Kendon, you know, tomorrow is Sunday, right? And he's like, Sunday? And we're like, yeah, tomorrow is Sunday. And he's like, okay, so are we going to get a chance to make breakfast? Like, are we going to church? Like, what's the plan? Like, because I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> and so when we told him, you know, like it's Sunday, we're going to church, like there's not going to be enough time to like execute your plan. He's like, so is vacation over? <laughs> we're, like, yeah. we're like, yeah, you know, he's like, tomorrow's Sunday. Oh. So then that means Monday, I have to go back to school on Monday. I'm like, yeah, you got to go back to school Monday. And he's like, oh, man. Like, oh, he had his whole plan map, mapped out and all his little dreams got crushed. But yeah, so that was his plan. I just like, boy, he just always has some magic plan of what he wants to do. He's a very routine type child. So he likes things a certain way and he has things envisioned in his mind of how he wants it to go. So that was funny that he wanted to tell us his plan before we even got home. That's nice though. But so I have a question. Was he like upset when it didn't go that way Sunday or was he able to just be like, oh, okay, well, it didn't go as planned, but what I'm, what he ended up doing was still fun. Yeah, surprisingly, he um, he wasn't too upset about it because he he got to go to his grandparents' house. So um, he loves to go over there, but we did. I think we took him to get a donut on Saturday on the way home. So he was okay about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, well, I got a donut, so I'll be all right. Right. Oh, he's so cute. I could have said that as a mama moment too. So when we go to get his donut now, he likes to go to Dunkin' Donuts. And he likes to place his own order. 
So I've been trying to record it, but usually I have to give him my phone because he does the Apple Pay and everything. So I haven't been able to record it, but I'm gonna try to record it and like put it in a video. But he's like, mom, can I order my own stuff? I'm like, yep. So I pull up to his window, put the window down. He tells the person through the intercom what he wants. And then we pull up to the window. He talks to the person and he says, that'll be Apple Pay. And he puts the phone, <laughs> he puts the phone over the, the thing. He knows how to pay with Apple Pay. He takes his own and he says, thank you. Have a great day. And I'll pull off. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm speechless. Yeah. So that's his thing. He absolutely loves it. Um, so yeah, whenever we go anywhere with the drive-thru now, he wants to order, but I'm like, you can stick to Dunkin' because you're not going to mess up my Starbucks order. But he does know. He pretty much knows our Starbucks order too. So that's I don't know if that's a so, good or a bad thing. <laughs> what does what does the person say at Duncan? So the first time um, he did it at Duncan, the lady's voice changed. She's like, hi, how may I help you? And then he started talking. She was like, oh, okay. And is that all? Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but the guy over the weekend he was just like he kind of talked to him regularly he, he's like okay thank you he's like all right pull up to the next window but they're always smiling like when he because I keep my window up and just let him do his thing so <laughs> the the people at the window are always smiling and they're like okay have a great day like they think it's the cutest thing because it really is like he's just yeah. so excited like about it so I love that that he you know he knows what he wants he knows how to do it so that's so cute you have to record that I know I'm gonna record it we usually get his donuts on Friday so I'll try to record it next Friday even if it's like I know trying to record content while you're in line is hard but even Mm -hmm. for your own you know what I mean yes yes I got the last the last part of him doing his order because me and his dad were actually in the car but uh, I think someone called me or something, so I didn't finish Aww. recording it. But yeah, I was like, oh, I have to do that next time because I just have to get that captured because it's just so cute. Yeah, that's really cute. <laughs> I love Kendon. I know. He's the best. All right. So now we're going to move into our main topic of the day. And so as we talked about before, April is a special month for us because we celebrate our birthdays both of our birthdays are in april and we're both taurus women yep our birthdays are actually nine days apart so um we kind of celebrate our birthdays back to back so this month we thought it would be fun just for you guys to kind of get to know us a little bit more and celebrate our birthdays with different fun topics that we would think would be interesting for you guys just to get to know us. So today we're actually going to be talking about um, traits of Taurus women and things that we may agree or disagree about what they say about Taurus. I know for myself, I've never really been too much into astrology. I found out I was a Taurus probably in high school because somebody was like, what's your birthday? And <laughs> and they told me and they told me all about who I was supposed to be and who I was supposed to be friends with and all this crazy stuff. And I'm just like, I've never been, I don't know if this is even a Taurus trait or if this is just a me thing, but I've never yeah. been one for 
labels or for people to label me. Mm-hmm. I've never really liked that. Um, I feel like you should just get to know people for who they are, not based upon what their um, sign is or what you've heard about their signs. I've never quite been fond of that. But I will also say that there are some things that I've heard about Taurus that I do agree with um, in regards to myself. So not completely against it, but it's not, I'm not like a firm believer in it. Like I don't go around asking people like, what's your sign and determine if I can be cool with them or not. I've just never been that type of person. How about you? So I've never really been super into astrology, but I've always worked with people that were super into astrology. Mm-hmm. And growing up in Orange County, there was lots of people that would bring up astrology. And Mm -hmm. so I always knew I was a Taurus. I don't know. I would say elementary school, middle school. Um, Mm -hmm. But the labeling thing is a really good point. I, I definitely don't vibe with the, like, the labeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I do like finding out other people's zodiac signs mm-hmm. just for fun to see yeah. if their personalities match with what they say that one is. I mean, right. I do, we'll get more into it later, but there are some zodiac signs that I have literally never interacted with, which mm-hmm. I always found kind of interesting. And mm-hmm. There are some zodiac signs that I have a lot of interactions with that I'm like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> and so when I do find out somebody is like one that I've known a lot of, mm-hmm. I am a little like, hmm. But I obviously give that person a chance and sometimes it still works out. So right. I do like I like you said I do find it kind of interesting too when things just align with the way that the astrology works right because um the people or the signs that it says that I most likely are supposed to get along with are actually my friends like my closest friend signs like I guess we're supposed to get along with Virgos other Taurus um I think Scorpios Scorpios and I think Cancer I think Capricorns. I want to say I heard something about cancer too, because those are like my closest friends. Those are my best friend is a Virgo. My other best friend is a Scorpio. And then my other friend is a cancer. And then I have another friend that is, um, what's August 3rd? Um, I don't know what that is. That might be Sagittarius. Yeah. And I don't know too much about Sagittarius, but, um, Yes, I Kendra. Think- no, Kendra. I'm gonna just stop you right there, Kendra. What? Kendra got friends in every zodiac sign, y'all. I don't. Those are those are my closest friends right there. Okay, those are your closest. Those are the but people. I feel I, like now, when I say friends, I'm talking about people that I talk to on the phone with. Really talk to. Okay. Yeah, like, August third is a Leo. Oh, Leo. Yeah. So the only people that I talk to talk to on the phone with on a daily i talk to my friends like if not every day every other day okay so these are the these are the people that i'm talking about that are like you know now i know a lot of people and i hang out with people in different like group settings but my core friend group those are the signs that um okay 
So it says Taurus's five best friends are Cancer, Virgo, Capricorn, Pisces, and Taurus. I thought, see, this is why I don't like this stuff because I've always read that Taurus are a cross from Scorpios and Taurus and Scorpios are because they're a cross on the astrology board that they are the best of friends because of the, anyway. I heard that too. I heard Scorpios too. But see, I never heard of the cancer one. Yeah, I did see the cancer one. My friend who is a cancer is actually really into astrology. Oh, okay. And so she'd be telling me everything and I'd be like, girl, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she knows a lot about it. And then my best friend that's a Virgo, she knows a lot about it too. Everybody else don't really Virgo. like bring it up or mention it, but yeah. So it says... So we're going to be going through some of the traits and things, and we're going to like discuss whether we are, we agree or disagree with them. So if you guys are Taurus or if you have any Taurus in your life, hopefully you can relate. If not, these are just things for you guys to get to know us. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, fun fact before we get started. Uh-huh. You know how you said all your closest friends and you named off the four or five signs, right? Uh-huh. Just about everyone I am close to or I consider close mm-hmm. are Scorpios or Pisces or Taurus wow like mostly Pisces, I, didn't know, I didn't know Pisces my brother um is a Pisces oh wow and we've all you know we've always been close yeah that's cool okay so, um, so it says that the main or some of the main characteristics of Taurus women are stubborn, ambitious, and patient. They cannot stand surprises, so they prefer to stick to a routine. So I would say for myself, I agree I'm very stubborn. Ambitious, I'm ambitious, and patient, I can be, I can be very patient. Like if I, if nobody else is going to be patient in the room, I can be that. Mm. Like I'm very aware of like what's happening, surroundings and things like that. And if it calls for, I've noticed that if it calls for a person to be patient, like I'll be that in that moment. Um, But yeah, I would say that I'm um, pretty patient. Surprises. I do like surprises sometimes, <laughs> but I think, I don't know if this is a tourist trait or if this is a me trait, but yeah. I do like to kind of control certain situations. So, or I like, I want what I want. So I don't necessarily always want a surprise because unless you really know me and know like what I want, because I don't want to be disappointed if I don't get to do like the thing that I had envisioned. You know what? I okay. That last part that you said, I feel that same way. I love a surprise, but I want to be surprised how I want to be surprised. Mm-hmm. And I do not like feeling disappointed. Yeah. Like disappointment to me is like, oh my goodness, like I don't want to be disappointed. Um I feel like when I was younger, I used to really dislike when people would say Taurus are stubborn. Mm-hmm. But 
I remember as a child, my dad would always tell me, Nicole, you are so hardheaded. You just want to yeah. do what you want to do. You're so hardheaded. Mm-hmm. And the older I've gotten, I realized, yeah, like I'm super stubborn, but I'm super stubborn on things that I care about. Right. And I'm not going to put myself in a position into something that I'm not willing to be flexible about. So if it's something I'm willing to be flexible about, then I'll put myself in that position and I'm willing to be flexible and compromise. Mm-hmm. But like, say like with St. Cole, my store, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to be flexible. Right. <laughs> like I don't like, unless I ask somebody for an opinion or unless I want to hear what somebody else got to say, mm-hmm. it's like, this is my vision. This is what I'm doing. And yeah. this is my art. Unless I, <laughs> you know, bring that to somebody else to talk about, you know? Right. Right. But like, even my husband will sometimes be like, you should let me do this part. And I'm like, the only thing you are allowed to do is ship ship. If you want to ship something, you can ship it. Yeah, but so I totally agree on the stubborn, ambitious. I definitely think ambitious, patient. Oh my goodness, I I don't consider myself to be patient, but I would say, if I were to ask my husband or a close friend if they thought, or like my sisters, if they thought I was patient, they would say yeah, because like any of my really ambitious goals. It's never like, oh, next year I'm going to do this. I'll be like, you know what? We're going to map this out. And this is a goal for in five years or like in 10 years, you know? So I feel like I'm realistic in that sense of being patient. And I feel like the same way that you said that when you're called to be patient Mm -hmm. and like, it's kind of tough because sometimes I don't want to be patient, but in moments where you're called to be it, you're willing to like, just stick it up and you know right move forward you know yeah I definitely agree that is so interesting though that you said um like about like what you won't compromise on yeah because that's the next the next section but I really like I I totally agree with that (laughs) 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 you want to I think that's also why it's a big deal that we do this podcast together because Mm -hmm. for Taurus, for us to be willing to compromise, Mm -hmm. we have to really think highly of the other person. Yes, absolutely. And we have to have a lot of trust, especially like podcasting is a business. You, Mm -hmm. you know, business is a lot of trust. Right. I think that's why two tours get along is because we kind of like understand each other's mind and we won't necessarily like, I'll speak for myself like I won't necessarily take things to heart because I know some of your personality traits are my same personality traits yeah so I will hear you as if it were me I don't know how to say like um so like if you sometimes people say that I'm a little bit too direct Mm. but because you can be direct as well I respect that so I don't take it the wrong way you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I recognize it for what it is. I, so I don't take offense to certain things with Taurus people. Like same thing with my husband. Like he's a Taurus as well. Although we do have very different like traits. I feel like maybe it's because he's a man. Yeah. He's also a May Taurus. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it does. It does. I yeah. think so. Yeah. I feel like May Taurus are more patient. Yeah. 
well, he's a little, <laughs> he's a little less patient than I am, to be honest. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but we balance each other well because of that. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we under I feel like tourist people understand each other better. I will say that. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna say basically. Um, yeah. but it says a tourist woman isn't going to compromise on their beliefs. They're going, they are going to argue with anyone who tries to correct them. Tourists don't get along well with authority figures because they hate being given rules. This is this zodiac sign wants to make their own decisions. They don't care what others expect of them. I don't agree with that last part. I will agree with um are not going to compromise on their beliefs. If anybody knows me, they already know. I'm not one to compromise on my beliefs or my morals or what I believe to be true. I won't argue with people. I don't really go back and forth. I may go back and forth like like you say the book is green and I know it's blue. I'll be like, "Nah, it's blue." But yeah. After the second time of you saying it's green, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. (laughs) Like, I don't like to argue. So I don't really go back and forth with people. I just know it is what it is. And I'll leave it at that. Um, And then it says, does not get along well with authority figures. I don't agree with that for myself. um, I've never had an issue with authority. I'm actually like a person that likes to follow rules um it says that they hate being given rules but actually like to follow rules so I don't really necessarily agree with that I feel like it depends on who it is though like if someone I don't I don't like for people to tell me what to do who are Mm. not in a sense of authority in my life Mm. like if you don't have any authority if you're not my parent my boss my you know if you're not somebody who is actual authority (laughs) then that's when that part comes into play like you you can't give yourself authority over me and expect for me to follow the rules that you are giving me just because you felt like it um that's I don't like that I don't like for people to just come in and feel like they could just boss you around and like it's like who are you like yeah I don't like that um I'm with you on the whole compromising your beliefs like I feel like I can't even take people seriously when they try to compromise beliefs and I'm with you on the arguing thing like especially the I feel like the younger I was I'd be willing to go back a couple of times yeah but now it's like okay it's it's the sky is green girl yes it is yeah it could be green in your world that's fine (laughs) like okay okay yeah because I'm the type of person too like if your opinion doesn't matter in my real world then I'll just let it be what it you know I'll just let it be what it's gonna be and okay they don't care what other what others expect from them I feel like the older I've gotten the more I feel like I used to really I don't know that one's a juggle for me because I feel like I used to really care and now I'm getting to a point where like I don't care right and so it's like that's great that you expect that wait they don't care what others expect from them yeah like that's great that that's what you expect from me but if I haven't like been a partnership on the expectation of what I'm supposed to do 
that that's great that that's what you thought I was going to do, but I'm going to do this. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I I will say when I was younger, I did um, a care. I did care a lot more of what others expected from me. Yeah. Like I said, I was one to follow the rules. Like I was just, that's just who I was. People would consider me a quote unquote good girl. But um, the older I get, I'm like, I had to free myself from people's expectations of me, but I also grew up as a pastor's kid, right. a minister's kid. And so, um, you know, there's a, there's a standard that you have to, uh, that people expect of you, I should say. Yeah. And being in the church world and people looking at me a certain way, I always knew to have eyes on me with every little thing that I did. And I held myself to a certain standard. And so I feel like that did come across in me and what I felt others expected of me. Mm, but the older I got, and I'm like, listen, I don't care no more. I mean, like <laughs> I still hold myself to a certain standard. Right, right. But I can't drive myself crazy trying to be perfect in the eyes of other people or what right. other people deem to be acceptable. Right, right. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's like, um, I'm gonna stick to my own standards and what you got going on is great. Um, right. but I'm gonna do this over here. Uh the next thing I saw in here is that Taurus women are homebodies. Mm-hmm. They would rather quietly work on a project or read a book than socialize with strangers. Oh. <laughs> Taurus aren't going to party every weekend. Being around crowds of people makes them uncomfortable. They would rather have peace and quiet. This sign takes a long time to open up to new people. Even once they make friends, they want to hang out in their own homes, not in crowded restaurants or bars. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, if you listen to this podcast, you know that. (laughs) One is one and one is not. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I always say like, you cannot solely judge someone based off of a sign. Right. Because here we are, two people, and you can't even say like, oh, well, one is a May Taurus, one is an April Taurus. Like, no, we're both April Tauruses. Right. And one can be described in that paragraph and one cannot. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) oh my goodness. And clearly I am the homebody. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I am the homebody. I love my peace and quiet. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like working on projects at home you know what it's so funny because like if you if you're listening to this podcast and you um I know some people have followed my social media from a couple years ago and back then I would be at a lot of events all the time you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. but it was super planned and I really saw it as work but so to find out like I'm really just a homebody and I just saw that as work. I wasn't really a going out all the time person, you know, but Mm -hmm. if you just saw my social media back then, you would think, oh, she likes to go to events. She likes to be out. She likes to, you know, but in actuality, it's like, I would get up Saturday mornings and write articles. (laughs) Right. 
<laughs> and I'd be like, I'm covering the event. I'm covering. I'm here so I can write about it at home. Right. And I'm the complete opposite of this paragraph. Yes. Well, I will say, though, I do enjoy being at home. I've always been a person to create a space in my home to where I liked being there. Like, even when I had roommates, I always made sure I made my room very comfortable. I had everything that I wanted there, the way that I, a comfortable bed, because when I'm home, I'm home. Like, I'm chilling. I do, I, I will say um, I think it says something about people coming to hang out with you in your home. I do mm-hmm. have always felt comfortable with that. Like my home, my room has always been like the go-to. Um, when I was in college, everybody congregated, congregated in my room all the time. When I had a, an apartment after college, everybody would come to my apartment every weekend and like all of our friends would just gather there. We would go out together, come back there. Um, so I will say that I've always enjoyed entertaining and having people in my home, but I'm not necessarily a a hardcore homebody. I'll say like, I'm an introvert extrovert. Like I do like being outside. I do like meeting new people, always striking up conversations with random people. Not so much now because COVID, but before, like I, I wasn't, I'm never one to go to an event by myself. I will say that, but once I'm there, um if people are cool like I don't mind being in um I don't necessarily like huge crowds like I like my elbow room but it doesn't necessarily like freak me out or bother me or I'm not the person that's gonna be like how many people are gonna be there I don't care like I'm not like that I just my question is okay this is my question for you Mm -hmm. I feel like when I go to outings like that I get I get so drained like Mm -hmm. by the time I'm driving back home it either goes one or two ways either I come back home feeling so drained Mm -hmm. or I come back home feeling like like oh wow I just had a great time I had really good conversation and I feel inspired Mm -hmm. but like nine times eight times out of ten I would leave feeling so drained like when you leave these gatherings do you ever feel drained no no wow I think because if you're an I feel like you're more of an introvert so I don't even think this is necessarily about signs I feel like it's about introvert versus extrovert like for me after I go out and I meet people and I had a really great time I was like oh that was so fun I can't wait to do it again like I don't ever feel like unless like it's something heavy happened or like something like that but Um, I'm more of a people person so I enjoy being around people I enjoy music I enjoy eating like different things like I enjoy experiences so um so can I actually like okay so I feel like it's a bit of okay so okay like for me I used to feel that I was an extrovert Mm -hmm. and what happened for me is I felt like, uh, how do I say this? I felt like as I built built relationships, people would expect so much from me mm-hmm. that it became draining that made me not even want to like go out and hang with people anymore because every- Yes, I get what you're saying. Because, because I'm not the type of person to talk on the phone every day, like, every other day even my husband would be like Nicole like 
how, when's the last time you talked to so-and-so? When's the last time you talked to so-and-so? When's the last time you talked to so-and-so? And I'll be like, well, today I only got 30 minutes to myself. Was I going to use that 30 minutes to make right. a phone call or was I going to recharge? Because if I make this phone call, I'm not going to be able to recharge. And if I don't recharge, I'm not going to hit my goal. So it was like, I just, it was like I evolved from an extrovert. Like, cause I feel yeah. like in high school, I was kind of an extrovert, but I feel like now as an adult, mm-hmm. I'm just a complete introvert. And like, you have to, I have to really, really like you mm-hmm. to talk to you, spend time with you mm-hmm. because I guess, like you said at the beginning, disappointment mm-hmm. feels so like, uh, do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Cause I think too, it depends on the people. Cause like you said, like, yeah. There are times where I've gone out with certain people and I felt drained because it's like, you know, people are, everybody has their different quirks about them. So you can go out with a group of people who are like, so nitpicky about where we're going, who's going to be there, what's, what are we going to do, what time is it, asking all these questions that like people that don't go with the flow. Yeah. If we're going to go out and have a good time and they can't go with the flow, that's when I feel drained. Yeah. Because. I am a planner, so I'll pre-plan, but once we get there, if things don't go the way that we plan, I'm a quick pivoter. Like I'm a, I'm a solution oriented. So if something doesn't go the way that we plan, I'm quick on my feet to figure out what's the next move, but I don't really like to complain or like withdraw and like bring the mood down. So if I'm around people like that, then I might come home and feel drained. Like I ain't never going out with them again because, you know, they're they're just too nitpicky about stuff. So I don't really care for that type of vibe, but, um, yeah, I get what you're saying though about, um, I'm not necessarily a phone person. I don't necessarily like talking on the phone, but my friends are phone people. So, but if the conversation is not, it's like the only person I will sit on the phone with and we're not talking about nothing is my best friend because yeah. we will literally like, we're, we're, we live together for so long. Yeah. That now that we live so you know far apart, we talk on the phone very often because we used to live together. So she would just come in my room and we would talk about everything under the sun. But now that we live in other cities, you know, we talk on the phone all the time, catch up, whatever's happening in each other's lives. But also we're still like moving and shaking while we're doing that. So sometimes we'd be like, girl, hold on, I got to go get these kids or whatever. And we (laughs) stay on the phone. Like, hold on, I'm finna get in the shower. Like we would literally stay on the phone. So, but that's just us, but I don't do that with everybody. Yeah, Um, I feel you. I I think I just gotta, I gotta, I I feel like I'm giving myself until a riot turns two mm -hmm. and then I'll be taking some friendship applications and looking for some good energies out there. I am, I did tell you, I joined the mom group thing, right? Yeah, yeah, you did, you told me that. Yeah, so there's an event at South Coast Plaza. So, you know, I'm gonna go to that. Oh yes, right up here. And but you know what too? I want to say too that I don't think those are necessarily bad things because yeah. it's okay to be a homebody. Like it's okay. Yeah. I think it's important to have people that you can talk to. And yeah. I feel like you do have that because hello, you got me. Hello. Yeah. And when we do talk on the phone, we be talking for a long time because we don't talk yeah. on the phone often. Right. So 
I think it's okay. I think it's okay to not necessarily like take on those traits, but as long as you have like one or two people that you feel like are in your corner that you can go to if you need to, I feel like that's really all that matters. Yeah. That's why I'm like, yeah, I know a lot of people. I got a lot of friends, but my core group of friends is like five people. And and then even within that, we all have different relationships. Like, yeah. I feel you, I feel you. Um, well, you're right on task with the next section because the next section says Taurus women aren't adventurous, spontaneous, or adaptable. They Lush. cannot stand change. Entering new unknown situations terrify them. Mm-hmm. They want to know what they're getting into ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Taurus are planners. They are going to panic if plans are changed at the last second. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Right. Uh, the sign needs as much information as possible before agreeing to an outing. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> if there are too many questions, they would rather stay home. Hello. <laughs> oh, these are supposed to be our bad traits. I think these yeah. are great traits to have. No, yeah, like, these are great. <laughs> I mean, if I do say, I'm, we might be biased, but right. I mean, okay, adventurous. I will say I have, I I, I can be pretty adventurous. Like I like yeah. doing new things. I don't necessarily care for hiking, but I do it. I don't think that's yeah. too adventurous though. But um, <laughs> spontaneous. I'm a, I'm the. I would say I'm pretty spontaneous. I'm the friend yeah. you can call and be like, "Hey, you want to go to such and such tonight?" let me see if I got a babysitter. Yep. All right, let's go. Like I'm pretty yeah. adaptable and things like that. Um, I, but I also like to plan if I can, like when it comes to my home, my children, um, vacations, um, things that require pre-planning, I'm right. very much a planner. I'm going to write things out. I'm going to have a checklist. I'm going to plan things ahead of time. I'm going to have an A, B, and C because right. I really need to pivot. I, I don't think I panic um if things change last second unless it's like something like life altering like my wedding and the freaking dj cancels like i'm a panic yeah but yeah oh yeah but if it's like you know something minor i don't necessarily panic like i said i'm a i'm a strategist like i'm i'm a pivot um see i prefer a plan but there's some things I'm always down for. Like I'm always there for brunch. Yes. Like uh, I don't even really have to like the person I'm gonna go to brunch, to, even though it was just like draining. <laughs> but I'm like, brunch is just brunch. Like, Low key. I don't know. As long as there's mimosas, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> the mimosa hit. That's all that matters. <laughs> I, I've never been the person to be like, who gonna be there? No, I don't care. No, I don't care. And I, um, I can go to places by myself. Like I can go, I could go to an event. I could that, like, I don't even care. Yeah. But that last part, um, if there's too many questions, they would rather stay home. Yes. That's me. Like if it's going to be, if it's going to be rocket science for us to get there, cause, cause now you're getting on my nerves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Now you get out my nerves. You got all these questions, and you're not gonna help find the answers for. You want somebody. If you want somebody else to lay out everything, you didn't help plan nothing. You ain't paid for nothing, and you got a million questions. Bye. 
Because I can already see where this is going. I can already see where this is going and I don't want any parts of it. Bye. (laughs) Yeah, because I need good vibes at this point. I need good vibes. So yeah, that's supposed to be our bad traits. I'm sorry, I meant to say that. Um, That's just kind of funny. It's like somebody took all this time to investigate Taurus and we're both like, no, 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 no. I would definitely say I'm adventurous too. Like I'm usually down to do some like crazy stuff like zip line and uh, like those courses where you have to go all the way up the trees. And, oh yeah, like the little uh, courage course or whatever it's called. Yeah, like that would be, that's like nothing to me. Like, okay, let's do it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Some more bad traits are supposed to be supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> um, selfish, self-absorbed. Do you agree with that? I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. No. Only think about themselves. They can come across cold and uncaring. Now, I will. I don't. Um, I don't know if somebody ever said I come across cold or uncaring. I don't think so. Um, the sign will always make the best decision for themselves without worrying about anyone or around them. Plus, they won't think through their words before speaking. They end up saying mean things without considering how they will impact the other person. They value honesty, but their bluntness can backfire on them. I do agree with that. That has happened to me. <laughs> okay, and I feel like the older that I've gotten, the better. I like I will literally think about what I'm gonna say before mm-hmm. I say it. Yep. Just because I feel like when I was younger, you could tell me if this happened to you too, is you just feel like, especially if somebody asks you, like if somebody oh, asks me and I'm just like, oh, they want to know, you know, truth. honestly how I feel. And I would feel like I just told them very nicely. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And they would just be just heartbroken um I do feel like uh what does it say um they end up saying mean things without considering how it will impact the other person I don't agree with that because I Mm -hmm. do feel like when people ask for an honest answer I would think this may hurt their feeling like this could impact the person but (laughs) they are asking me and as a friend it's my you know my respect for them to tell them the truth or the closest to the truth right right not you know because you do know because I do feel like there's an edge and I do Mm -hmm. feel like I would just try to tell them the closest to the truth Mm -hmm. and then it's like dang how'd that backfire <laughs> right I feel like when I was younger I nest I didn't always speak my mind mm. um I didn't always speak the truth about things because I would consider so that's why I don't I don't agree with the part where they say um without considering how it would impact the other person because yeah. I felt like when I was younger, I would hold my tongue on a lot of things because yeah. I knew that people were not ready to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. And so I would kind of hold back. Then I went to therapy and I realized <laughs> that it was affecting me, like yeah. not being able to be honest. Uh-huh. And so I had to release that. And once it was released, I kind of didn't, I couldn't control it. Mm-hmm. So in college, I kind of, when I hurt some people's feelings with being honest 
And my best friend actually had to tell me, she was just like, sometimes (laughs) (laughs) it's like, I know you don't intend on being mean, but sometimes it can come off as rude. And I was like, really? Like, I've never been told that I was like a rude person. Yeah. But she's actually the only person that's ever told me that, but maybe people are just not being honest with me. I don't know. But I've always been one to tell the truth. So Mm -hmm. I started telling people like, do you want me to tell you the truth or do you want me to listen? So I would give them an option. Um, Not always, but I tried to, after it was pointed out to me, I tried to pull back and like ask people like, cause sometimes people just want to vent. Sometimes people don't want to necessarily know the truth and they want to just live in the web of lies. Like, you know, like, right, right. Sometimes that's where their comfort zone is. So I had to kind of learn how to fill out the situation and see if this person, one, is ready to hear the truth. And two, are they asking for the truth? Because sometimes people don't want to know the truth. But I always tell people too, like, and people in my life already know, like, if you don't want the honest truth, then don't ask my opinion. Because (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I am going to present it to you in a way that tries to safeguard your feelings. But sometimes the truth is raw and the truth hurts. Yeah. And a lot of times people would tell me like, I didn't really like when you said it, but I know I needed to hear it. And then once I got out of my feelings, I appreciated it. Mm -hmm. So then my job is to me, my job is done. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, but I never have intentions of hurting anyone's feelings. Like if I tell you the truth is because I care about you and I want you, I don't want you to, if I have, if I have something that can help you not make a wrong decision, then I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. And you know, that's just me. I try to be truthful in everything. I don't like lying to people. And so I'll just say like, sometimes I, I've learned to not say anything at all because people just aren't ready. But when yeah. it says their bluntness can backfire, that has definitely happened to me. <laughs> same, same. Yeah, I'll be like, Is that what you heard me say? Is that what I said? I don't think that's what I said. But because people are not used to hearing, people don't tell people the truth. Yeah. So imagine somebody going through your whole life for 25 years of people sugarcoating things and pushing stuff under the rug. And then they have one conversation with you and you're (laughs) honest with them and they have to hear the truth for the first time in their life. Yeah. That can feel mean, you know? You know, it can feel very mean. That that makes me think of like... um, I played volleyball growing up, right? Mm-hmm. And stats were important, right? Yeah. I would always put that on five nine, five nine, five nine, five nine, right? Mm-hmm. When I met my husband, he was like, You're like five five, five six. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I would get so mad. Like, I am five nine. I don't know what you're talking about. I am five and nine. And mm-hmm. he's like, No, you're probably like five five, five six. Five, and six. like to me, as an athlete, <laughs> I, as somebody who was seen as tall, I was like, like, how dare you? How dare you? Right. And then I went to the doctors. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, you are five, six, and, uh, you know, like, it was like right under five, seven. Uh-huh. 
And I'm just like, I'm always the tall friend. How could I dare be, you know? And, and so I get what you're saying. When somebody shocks you with that truth, and then it's really, when it really is the truth, like right. sometimes people just have opinions. Right. But when it's the truth, yep. it's like, it hits different. It does. It, it definitely is different. is different. But I've had friends tell me like, I'm talking mad when you told me the truth, but it was the truth. So I had to like accept it, but I, w- I didn't like it when you told me that. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. If you don't want the truth, girl, don't ask me. <laughs> my mother is the same way. My mom is very honest. Like, yeah. and so I'm like, you know, like when they say like how you were raised and stuff, like my mom was always very honest with us um the older I get and I'll be like oh girl you can be a little cutthroat sometimes but she she <laughs> lives in her truth she wants others to do the same she listens to the Holy Spirit and she'd be like sometimes the Holy Spirit be telling me to be quiet like don't say nothing and the older I get I, the Holy Spirit speaks to me in that way as well like I'll be wanting to say a lot of stuff sometimes I'll be like I'm covering my mouth y'all I'll be like because you also have to discern what people are looking for sometimes people are not there yet and it's not your job to make them get there yeah sometimes your job is to pray for them sometimes your job is just to listen and so the older I get the more I learn about how to you know use your powers for good you know (laughs) it's a gift it's a gift to be honest like people some people just can't yeah just can't no. but let's get to the good traits okay right it starts off saying it starts off saying Taurus women are ambitious reliable and responsible once they set a goal for themselves they follow through they aren't going to give up on their dreams Taurus are practical and use common sense mm-hmm. so they understand hard work is is a requirement to reach success however Taurus tend to fall to one extreme or the other. Either they're putting in a lot of effort or they're acting lazy. They cannot fall somewhere in the middle. I agree. I agree with that whole first part um, about follow through, dream, yeah. common sense. Common sense is really big for me. Yeah, I same. Feel that lack common sense, it, it frustrates me. Me too, me too. So that's something that I've had to learn to hold my tongue on because common sense ain't common. And yeah. Um, one thing I didn't like is I don't like when people say Taurus are lazy, mm-hmm. but I feel like because so many people fall in the middle Mm-hmm. it's like oh if you don't want to do it then you're just lazy and it's like yeah. no um I don't want to use my energy towards that and I don't want to compromise my energy for that so I'm good I for myself I would swap out lazy for pro- procrastination mm. so if something is not if I don't if I can't see the complete vision or I'm not completely like you know, gravitating towards that, I can't procrastinate on it. Like mm-hmm. I'll work on it a little bit. I'll put it to the side, but I wouldn't say lazy, but procrastination can come into play for myself. Um, if I can't, if, you know, if I can't see the big picture of, I haven't bought into the, the idea of a certain thing. Yeah. Um, same here. If I, if I haven't bought into the idea, 
I can't, I can't move forward. Or I will also say if fear is involved, if mm. fear is involved, then I will heavily procrastinate. <laughs> yeah, same here. It also says Taurus women are gentle, kind, and loyal. Those are facts. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes them a long time to open up to new people. However, they once they make a friend, they consider them a friend for life. They won't want to part ways because they grow attached. Sometimes they that this can backfire and they'll hesitate to walk away from someone who has wronged them. When a Torian woman falls in love, she falls hard. There is no turning back. So um, I will agree that it does take me a long time to open up to new people. Like I, I don't tell people my business. That's just one thing that I just don't do unless I'm really know you I feel like I can trust you um and then sometimes I'm just not one to give up information unless it is necessary so you know like some people they share everything they're just like very transparent they're open book they share every aspect of a life their life even stuff that you didn't even ask to know about right I more so share things that I feel like have purpose behind it so if I'm having an issue that I feel like you can help with I will share that with you but if it's something that you cannot help me with I'm not going to share it with you you know know what I'm saying like yeah I'm an open book with like who I am as a person what I you know what I do with my you know all that type of stuff but when it comes to like my personal issues if it's not something you can relate to or I feel like you can help me and it's just like me telling you just to tell you, then no, I don't do that. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I'm not just going to tell you something to tell you. But something I don't like, too, is like, if I make a new, uh, meet a new person, right? Mm-hmm. I give people usually about three to five chances, okay? Mm-hmm. If those three to five conversations completely talk about that person like they don't even like like I feel like when I talk on the phone if I'm getting to know you as a friend I'm gonna ask about you like oh how are you doing mm-hmm. oh you said you did this how is that like I will be able to have conversation yeah if you do not reciprocate that same energy mm-hmm. it's like I'm going to be least likely to answer the phone, to respond to text. I give you right. three to five, especially if I have talked to you on the phone for an hour plus. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, I'm rarely going to check up on you because now I know if five times in a row, every time I talk to you, you were just telling me your whole business and you don't even know what type of person I am. Right, right. You don't even know. You don't even know what type of person I am right you don't even know what I do you don't even know you don't you don't even know my kids I'm gonna run and tell your business yeah (laughs) so and you don't care because you just like to hear yourself talk yeah and I felt like sometimes because um when social media first started because I was doing so much fashion and event stuff Mm -hmm. when I would talk to people they would just assume that they just knew what type of person I was or like they just assumed like you know what I'm saying like yeah or they would just want to talk to me to learn something about fashion like it would just be to like 
oh, so how do you get to those events and how do you do this? Like the conversation. They're trying to get something out of you. Yeah. Yeah. So it was never like genuine of trying to get to know me, you know? Right. Right. So now I'm like, I, I got, I got, you got three, you got three to five chances. You got three, you got three to five. I would say it's hard for me to like make new, like genuine friends because I'm not consistent like I'm not gonna like hit you up and like unless we have plans like I'm not gonna like shoot the breeze with you like yeah you know like I'm terrible at that because I'm terrible at calling people because I'm not necessarily a phone person so I'm like terrible at calling people so like remember I told y'all that I had a new neighbor and I was all excited and we supposed to go walking I ain't I ain't seen her since her daughter birthday party like (laughs) And that was something that I, I guess when we were younger, I remember being in your room mm-hmm. and you would be like, I'm not a phone person either. And yeah. I remember being like, I'm not a phone person either. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Cause sometimes people think that like, you know, that too, because you're like, I'm not a phone person. And people just be calling me and right. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. The friends I talk to, they just be calling me too. Right. And I remember thinking like, okay, Kendra knows like mm-hmm. me not calling her doesn't mean like I have a problem with her, but right. some people they get offended. They get super offended. And I would feel like if you have a problem with me not calling you, you could just call me. Right. Or I got a friend that I talk to every week and she'll be like, Nicole, are you free tomorrow at 12 to talk? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll write I'll you and we'll talk at 12. We'll talk at noon. We'll talk at noon. And right. so we, she knows that like, okay, Nicole, be, I don't know what Nicole be doing, but I know if I plan it, she'll show up. Yep. It's funny too, because it's like, dang, well, how, how does that work if you both are not people call? Well, when we do call to check in, we good. Like, you yeah. know, like <laughs> we'll text each other. Like before, I think before we started doing this, We'll text each other every month or a couple months or whatever. Like, hey girl, how you doing? You know, da, 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 da. Yeah. or if we have, or if we want to, if there's something specific to, to tell her or to talk about, we'll call each other like that. But it's like, we could pick up right where we left off. Yeah, It ain't no hard feelings. Or like you said, like if I, if I need to tell you something, I was just text you or call you like, girl, yeah. did you see someone? So, 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 so. Yeah. Like it was, it was more like that. And like those type of friendships I can appreciate because I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, literally. But um, yeah, people that are the opposite is sometimes it's hard for them to understand. And I did have to get better at that. So yeah. like I, when I realized that my, all my friends always call me, I yeah. started making an effort to call them and check up on them too. Yeah. That might be where they get the whole selfish thing from. Yeah. But um, that's why I say like, I'm not going to open up myself too much in that arena until I have the time, just because mm-hmm. I know that some people find it offensive. So like for me, I know I don't want to, put people in that position where they're going to get offended so I'm like I'm just going to wait till my daughter is a little older yeah. and I have that time you know what I'm saying I will say too that I did before like I've had the same group of friends now so it doesn't really apply but in college I had a hard time cutting people off like mm-hmm. I didn't want to have those type of conversations because I always thought about 
well, if I'm not her friend, then who's going to be her friend? You know, like. <laughs> really? Yeah, but I would like pull back. Yeah. Unless you blatantly did something to me. Like there was somebody yeah. who like blatantly did something to me and I was like, snip, snip. But we talked about it and we did get back cool, but we never been like tight like we were. Right. Um, and then there was another friend who everybody was telling me like, she is not your friend. Like she, like, it was a weird situation where the people around me were telling me like, I'm not saying this to put myself up or nothing, but this is what the people around me were saying. Like, she wants to be you. Like she would make up stories as if they were her own life mm-hmm. in parallel to who you are. And oh, I knew her would be like, that's not who she is. Like she's trying to make herself be more like you to be her friend, but she's not being genuine. And I was like, man, y'all just, y'all tripping. Like, it's not that deep. Like, why would she want to be me? Like, it's not that deep. Like, oh, she definitely know. listened to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, right. I don't know. I don't talk to her no more, but, um, you know, people would tell me stuff like that. Like, she tried to like talk to the guy that I was talking to. Like, it started getting very strange. And then once it started getting very strange, like that, I started pulling back because even he was telling me, like, nah, she's tripping. Like, you know. And so, wow. um, so then I started pulling back. Like after that, and I did find out some things later on that she was doing that was just like not cool. But um, I had a hard time cutting her off because I was like if I'm not her friend who gonna be her friend (laughs) all alone and like I knew her family and like and everything and so I just kind of felt obligated to like be there for her yeah until she really started tripping and I was like nah I'm good you were like this one a little too far left (laughs) yeah like it would go way too far left like if you start tripping for real I have no choice but to cut you off then I just kind of fall back but um yeah, as far as like, well, we didn't even get into the love part, but it says when a notorious woman falls in love, she falls hard, so there's no turning back. That's true. But yeah. I feel like I feel like I never fell in love with nobody before my husband, though. Like I I never fell that hard to where I was like, ain't no turning back from nobody except my husband. Cause I always like had a certain standard for what I wanted. And if you weren't that then I couldn't open myself up that much to fall that hard see I had a weird conflicting thing where I had met somebody who I thought was the type of person I should marry Mm -hmm. and it was really conflicting because I just felt like this is the type of person you should marry you know yeah and so it was very conflicting I definitely didn't fall in love but it was a weird circumstance like I I thought this is like you know you meet somebody this is like really good church guy and mm-hmm. just you know in the church and yeah. love God and just a nice person I just been feeling like I'm supposed to fall in love with this person but it's just not it's not giving what it's supposed to give mm-hmm but um I definitely had a high school love and uh, that was a mess but my husband is, is definitely 
because it's high school and it was long right. but the husband yeah definitely a different type of love I feel like I feel like my husband is a um it's like I feel like the other people I had love for them but they weren't the right love and now like in marriage I feel like in marriage you find out that love is deeper than love I guess yes yes it's deeper than the world's definition of what love is yeah. supposed to be yes yeah. absolutely I totally agree with that yeah and yeah. so it's kind of weird sometimes because even now like even though we've been together for a really long time if sometimes still like just because the world has this such definition of love and sometimes sometimes that's why like you ever see people on social media mm-hmm. and they're just like madly in love just this the, I like this it feels like they're giving you the 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 love that you see in romantic books like yeah just like so infatuated it, with each other yeah so infatuated and just like and you think to yourself like I've been married for a really long time I know that I'm in a deep level of love with my husband I know it'll only get deeper Uh and it makes you think like you think you're in a deep love but really that infatuation is extremely surface Surface level level. love yep (laughs) blessed blessed. and you know what's so funny is that's a real thing where it's a chemical in your body where you literally it takes like three or four years to get past that stage mm-hmm. and it's not a bad thing you're supposed to yeah. like be infatuated and less for your spouse but if that's all it is or if that's the fo- focus of what your love is yeah. you for a rude awakening if there's nothing else that comes after that yeah yeah because it's so much oh. it's so yeah. that's very surface that's like the the base like it's it's yeah first level it it's funny because I feel like there was definitely because my husband and I got married so young mm-hmm. I had to experience not being in the love that people say you're supposed to be in because we were together four years before we got married so by four years the goggles are off right 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 but the goggles are off but I'm in my mid-20s <laughs> <laughs> and so you're seeing the surface love and you're kind of like isn't it supposed to be like that and then I just remember my husband being like like so like 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 oh I love you more than that you know what I'm saying that's easy yeah like that's um remember two years ago when I did this that and the other for you like that's that's you know and I it was hard for me to understand I don't know yeah no, I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, so we're going to move into more of the uh, Taurus woman in love. I'm going to read through it kind of quickly because yeah. we still have a couple more sections to go over. Uh, it says, Taurian women tend to be cautious when it comes to love and relationships. They don't jump straight into a relationship without doing their research. She's going to take time and get to know someone before they commit. Uh, most of their relationship will start out as friends. Um, and become more comfortable around the person they then they make sure they aren't getting involved with someone who is sketchy this is true for myself (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I'm, I'm very cautious when it comes to commitment. I was before dating, I would say, I mean, before marriage, I would say I was very cautious when it came to commitment. Like I would date someone, I would go out with them. We would be like, you know, hanging out, talking, quote unquote, yeah. for years. Like if I, if I felt like you, cause I've always looked at dating for marriage because that's just the way I was raised. So if I knew you were not going to be my husband, yeah, like I wouldn't call you my boyfriend, like just off the rip, just because we've been talking for a couple of months, because I'm like, I don't even, you're not like, I wouldn't marry you. Like, you're just, you're like, you're fun to be around. Like you're cool. You're cute. So like, I'm cool, like, you know, dating you and like being around and hanging out with you, but I know you're not going to end up being my husband because you don't even have the traits that I would marry. So right. it's not necessary for me to call you my boyfriend. Now, guys, would just call me their girlfriend going around telling people, I'm like, I don't know why you're telling people that. <laughs> but I remember I was, that actually. Yeah. So I was very cautious when it came to um, relationships and things like that. Uh, in that regard how about you do you agree yeah I felt like um definitely very cautious um there was a period of my life where I just decided to like date everyone so it's like if you asked me to go on a date I would just say yes and I would meet you there yeah (laughs) but yeah definitely committing was a big it was a big deal to me it wasn't just going to commit to anybody um yeah definitely want to make someone sure someone wasn't sketchy um, I think I'm on the same same page with you on that yeah oh um, it was sketchy yeah sketchy is just and it's mm-hmm. so funny because like you said you went on that period too of just dating people mm-hmm. and you're like sometimes like this goes out to the single people there when you're dating a lot it just feels like, dang, is everybody sketchy? Because yes. it would just be sketch after sketch after sketch after sketch. You just be like, wow. Right. Like, who are you? Yeah. Um, do you want to skip down to dating a Taurus woman? Uh, yeah, I think this is a good to note too, though. Um, they know exactly what they want. When they find someone that makes them happy, they're going, aren't going to hold back on their emotions. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, shy at first, but they are romantic and sensitive. Once you get to know them, if they connect with someone special, they will go out of their way to do sweet things for them. However, they will also expect sweet things in return. Their standards are extremely high that yes that is very important to know their standards are extremely high yeah I would say this is very true for the both of us yes like no nonsense when it comes to how I am to be treated what my you know like expectations are for my partner like and who they are and like because of who I am you know what I mean right right I, I wouldn't accept certain things like I remember dating a guy and he actually told me that like I told him like my vision of what my life was going to look like once I was married and like with my children, how I wanted to raise my children and like things that I wanted to do and travel and all that stuff. And he was like, oh, you tripping. He was like, oh, how do you, how do you think that's going to happen? Like nobody is doing that in like this day and age, like things are too expensive. And like, Ooh. like, I just feel like that's so unrealistic. I was like, you ain't got to worry about me. You ain't got to worry about me. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about me. 
Peace out, homie. Because guess what? I am currently living the life that I dreamed of when I was telling him those things. Like everything I told him, I'm currently living. Yeah. And I never doubted it. I never doubted that it was unattainable because I know who I am as a person. And I knew that God was going to give me somebody to match my energy and to exceed my expectations. And you have to believe those type of things for women that are single. Never let anybody tell you that your standards are too high. Yeah. Because if just because they can't see the vision doesn't mean that your standards are too high. That just means that they're not the person for you. Or if they, if you tell them their standards and they're not willing to be able to be like, okay, you know what? I can get on boat with that or I can try and do that or this and that. Um, I remember, I remember thinking, oh man, I I do think though sometimes like our standards are high, but Mm -hmm. like for me, I remember being really young and just putting my standards a little too, too high. (laughs) Oh Yeah. You want them to do all this in high school. Like, girl, no, bye. Sit down. This man. Well, not even high school. Like, even when I met my husband, my standards were, like, a little too, too, too high. Like, yeah. my husband, like, we're in college. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, the things that he would do to save up to, like, <laughs> to meet my high, 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 high standards, it's like, even like down to my wedding ring, right? Mm-hmm. He was like working part-time as a bank teller. And he's from the day he met me, he started to save his money. Wow. So for four years, wow. paying all his own bills, all his own house bills and everything like that, he just started to save because she was like, he was like, her standards are so high that I want to make sure I can buy something nice for her. Yes. So I do feel bad sometimes, but I was like, dude, I was 19. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And I was spoiled. Like, what do you want me to do? Right. This girl was wearing uh, Blue (laughs) Batai, Chanel, all this stuff in high school. So it's like, (laughs) what am I I supposed to do? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't understand the work ethic that it took to accumulate some of those things so like even on our one-year anniversary like he saved for months to be able to afford. and sometimes I feel bad because like I was the type of person to believe in upgrading your wedding ring and he was like I saved for years there's you no way to upgrade it in year one no like year 10 15 oh, 20 okay. yeah and he's like no he's like you're you can't even barely hold your hand up with that ring okay (laughs) he's like no and so uh it's so funny because I'm in the process of re-getting it back on my finger because you're pregnant and stuff yeah away so anyways yeah um uh where did you leave off the next one is dating a tourist woman Okay, so dating a Taurus woman. Taurus women are searching for a stable, secure, committed relationship. Most Taurus want a, oh, sorry. Most Taurus want to buy a house, get married, and have a few children. One night stands and temporary flings don't interest them. Taurus would much rather settle down with one person who understands them and makes them feel comfortable. They want to date their best friend, anything 
less isn't good enough for them. Uh, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I agree with all that. All of it. <laughs> yeah, same here. I'm like, yeah, I agree with all of that. However, Taurus women move extremely slowly in relationships. They don't want to move too quickly and end up and end up with regrets. They need to be patient if you've fallen for you. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. You need to be patient <laughs> if you have fallen for a, a Taurus woman. If you pressure her, then she's going to run away. You need to respect her boundaries. It's going to take her a while to agree to a date, let alone the nookie. Taurus cannot stand change so they need to know you're worth the this effort. is so crazy to me because that describes yeah. me to a t yeah same here i've never read that before so it's kind of like mind-blowing that this is a character trait of my sign i just thought it yeah. would be that's crazy yeah i'm that's definitely me as well wowzers Okay, the next one says, trust with a Taurus woman. As Taurus women are possessive and jealous of their loved ones, once they grow attached to someone, they are terrified of losing them. Taurus women won't be happy if their partner flirts with someone else in front of them. And they, and if they get cheated on, they're going to, they aren't going to forgive and forget. Taurus women hold grudges. When someone betrays them, they don't take it lightly. They will remain angry they will remain angry years down the line. Huh. I don't necessarily agree with all this. Um, I don't really hold grudges like that. Um, but I do have to talk about it. Like if someone, if I feel like someone betrays me, um, I have to talk about it like right away. <laughs> yeah. But I will say I haven't experienced um any cheating in any relationships well a guy I was talking to we weren't together something happened and I just cut him off but um I haven't been cheating on in a relationship so I haven't really had to experience that so I don't know what I would do honestly but I probably would cut them off <laughs> yeah you know what when I was in that long distance of course I was cheated on uh-huh and I just remember thinking, why wouldn't you want to be with me? <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. Right. I was so confused. I was like, I think I was more like heartbroken because I was confused yeah. than, than anything. Um, but... Oh, I think I I think as a kid, I definitely could see myself holding grudges, but as an adult, um, I don't hold grudges. And I also feel like, like if you, if I feel betrayed, Mm -hmm. I feel more like sad for that person that they couldn't like, just tell me how they felt or like, I, I feel like, dang, what did I do to not open myself up for them to feel comfortable enough? to express how they felt like even that's something me and my husband have talked about Mm -hmm. like like uh just cheating in a relationship and this and that and I've even told him like like you ain't gotta cheat on me if if you ever felt the need to be with somebody else 
child just let me know just let me go <laughs> let me go that i feel the exact same way betraying t- like you like, ain't got to worry about me you ain't got to worry about yeah. me let me go if you feel like, the need to do so peace out homie yeah and and um so i tend to actually feel bad that someone would feel the need to do that because i'm the type of person where it's kind of like you don't have to do that you could just tell me right but i feel like because we're blunt not because we're blunt why would someone want to tell us yeah yeah i get what you're saying and too i i kind of agree what you were saying before about um dang i just drew a whole blank but yeah what i was going to say about the other situation was I didn't, the guy that I was talking to, I feel like it was like, I'm not going to say it was my fault, but I couldn't necessarily blame him. Oh, that's what I was going to say. When you said, why would you do that to me? Like, why would you do that to me? And in that moment, I did have a dramatic moment because the way it happened was very dramatic. Uh-huh. But um, I won't go too much into detail, but it was super dramatic to where I like stormed out and was like, I can't believe it was like completely caught. Like he was completely caught. And so, but then on my drive back home, I was just like, well, girl, he asked you to be his girlfriend and you told him not yet. And he kind of told me about his his other situation with his ex and what was happening there. And that kind of was a red flag to me about, well, well, why would I commit to you when you're telling me that you have this, you know, undealt closed door, you know? Right. But in the car on the way home, I was just like, well, you did tell him no. So he is free to do whatever he wants to do. But I was like, how could you dare? (laughs) (laughs) I was so dramatic. I was like, I can't believe I walked to my car and slammed the door. <laughs> and then he was driving. Well, you know, I did. Uh... Yeah, when I was, and then I drove out the parking lot. And I was like, well, I did. You know, he did ask me to be his girlfriend. I did got to tell him no. So I was like, I kind of, you know, kind of messed that up, but not messed it up, but you know. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. kind of partially my fault. I take ownership over that. But yeah, I did have that same thought like, how could you? Yeah. <laughs> you could have been honest with me. <laughs> that is so funny. That is so funny. Because that next part says, Taurus women are honest and faithful. They wouldn't dream mm-hmm. of cheating on their partners. Absolutely. Even right. if they were tempted, they wouldn't be able to handle the uncertainty of dating two people at the same time. Taurus aren't risk takers. They are practical, logical, and responsible. Taurus think with their heads. When you're dating a Taurus woman, there's no chance they're going to hurt you. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. Um, Let's get to the last part or, because I think some of this is a little bit redundant. Um, Yeah. Maybe the dislikes and dislikes. Yeah. This is so funny. (laughs) I should read this one. Yeah, you should read this one. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Taurus women are surprisingly shallow and materialistic. They want to have the fanciest cars, clothing, and electronics. Even though they couldn't care less about what others think, they enjoy being surrounded by expensive, luxurious items. This 
means they might splurge instead of saving their money. Tourists are normally responsible, but they are known to treat themselves every once in a while. Would you agree, Nicole? Uh, this is the thing, Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that I was, you know, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not, well, I don't know. Um, we, were born, I, we were born this way. Yes, we were. And I didn't even know that this was really a trait of mine until my husband was like, Nicole, you're so shallow and materialistic. <laughs> and I was like, how dare you? <laughs> <What's your bear? laughs> how dare you? <laughs> oh uh, and I couldn't it for like a long time mm-hmm. and as I get older I now realize like this is a real trait of mine mm-hmm. uh, and told you but even like if I go to the Goodwill because I I like fashion right mm-hmm. I will still just because I can I I have the um I have the abil- ability to touch a fabric and be like, ooh, I like this fabric, right? Mm-hmm. I promise you, if you put a bandana on my head and I just touch two shirts, mm-hmm. I would pick the more expensive one. Yeah. Like even in fabric. Goodwill, yeah, even in Goodwill, I will be able to still pick designer. Yeah. It's just- It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> Now I will say for myself, <clears throat> I have not, I don't, I don't consider myself shallow or, or materialistic when it comes to things. Cause yeah. I am a little bit more practical. Um, I believe in, I don't believe in li- <laughs> I don't believe in, in living beyond your means. Mm, so yeah. when I was in college, you know, when I became an adult, there are certain things that I might splurge on. Like I was splurge on a trip. Like yeah. one thing about me, I've always loved to travel. I could have $10,000 in the bank and I'm not going to buy, and I wasn't going to buy a Louis Vuitton bag, but I would right. go to Mexico or wherever I wanted to go for my birthday. Yeah. But I've always been a saver. I've always been one to be very um, cautious of how I spent my money and I've always planned for the future. So I haven't, I've never been one to live paycheck to paycheck. Like I've never wanted to live that type of lifestyle. Right. So when it comes to this section here, I couldn't relate like when I was younger, because I, like I said, I didn't believe in living beyond my means. And when I was younger, I couldn't afford to live this luxurious lifestyle. Now I've always enjoyed luxury things. So I've always had a car that was nice. Um, I've always liked to like to live in nice places that I could afford. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always liked to enjoy good food and travel and things like that, but I would just plan for it. So mm-hmm. I would never break the bank. Like it says, splurge instead of saving their money. Like that was, that's not me. Like I, I'm not going to be like, oh, just buy it. You'll figure it out later. Like that's never been me. See, Kendra, uh, um, it took me a long time to understand what being in my means was when I left. <laughs> but see, also, I did not grow up that way either. 
Yeah. So like, yeah. I I grew up in LA, and yeah, you know, we I didn't move to Corona till I was in high school, so I never even saw like right. this whole luxurious side of how people live. Like we lived within our means. Like right, I never even knew we were poor growing up, but we was pretty poor. But my parents always made sure, like, I've always lived in a house. We right. always had a car to drive. It may not have been the best car, but we always had a car. And, like, right. so I lived well. Um, but we never were, like, wealthy or, like, right. we, we shopped at Ross. Like, we shopped at Marshalls. Like, you know, places like yeah. that. So if I had something that was named brand, it came from there. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, 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 I, yeah. I come from humble beginnings is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> So I've never really just, I've always loved the lifestyle. Like I had a, my god sister growing up, she always had beautiful Chanel, even to this day, like, oh my God, her bag collection is like crazy, but I've always looked up to her. Even my grandmother, like beautiful Louis Vuitton luggage. And like, um, I remember when she bought this um, Gucci purse and um, with the matching belt, and I think I was like in elementary school and I was like, Ooh, I'm, that's going to be mine one day. Like I've yeah. always loved, <laughs> I've always loved those type of things. And, um, you know, I was gravitated towards them, but I'll always live between my, within my, yeah. now that I'm older and I can afford these such things, yeah, I do indulge, but it's still within the me, you know, it's planned. It's like, okay this money is allocated for this, for this shopping trip, but I'll never just wake up one day and be like, I'm going to go get a Chanel bag. Like, I'm pretty sure I will, but not right now. (laughs) See, this is my thing. It's kind of crazy because the older I've gotten, the less, I guess, the less shallow and materialistic I've gotten. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I definitely, when I was younger, was extremely shallow and extremely materialistic. Mm-hmm. Now, I think what has affected me is because I know the cost of everything mm-hmm. that I just right. like. Now it's your money. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only is it my money, but I know because of the fashion industry, like, yeah. I have a really good sense of how much it costs to make that and how much they are overcharging me. And like the clothes that I buy that I sell, I buy wholesale. I buy it way under what people use to to pay for it, right? So it's just like, I have a completely different like mind shift. And there's still certain classic pieces that I want are still like, certain things that I want but Mm -hmm. like like I just said I happily go to the goodwill right Um, so it's a different it's a different and also because like okay so for my parents you know their first generation a lot of commas so they was just like you you get this uh, you get that you get this uh, (laughs) you get this like we all me and my siblings, we all got Mustangs at 14. I will never forget. <laughs> I will never forget when you got that car because I said, this fool can't drive. I cannot drive. When did you start driving that car, Nicole? Girl, I drove the, the first time I really, really drove it on the freeway, I was driving to college. Yes. 
let's just put it that way. I failed that Dalon test so many times. And I dro- I, and it's so funny because I had told my mom years ago, mm-hmm. I wasn't practicing enough. So when she'd be at work, I would start to practice with no license <laughs> so that I could pass the test. Right. <laughs> but anyway, it's super dangerous. Um, but yeah, it, and now though, it gives me a completely different perspective mm-hmm. and my kids have to learn how to earn things. Yeah. And, um, I understand not to just, you know, give, give, you give. get a car, you get a car, you get a Chanel, you get a Chanel. Right. You know. I loved it though. <laughs> like, oh girl, you need to hurry up and get your license so we can drive your car. Cause I'm gonna be driving my little Acura. <laughs> no, your car was cute. Do my, not cute my car was nice though. Yeah, your car was nice. Your my car, car was, was nice. nice. Yeah, your car was nice. But yeah, that was funny. I was like, this fool can't even drive this car. It, it was so pretty too. Yeah, it was yeah. like red. It was beautiful. We were like, material girl. Yes. <laughs> I have a picture of us with um, I think we had like Louis Vuitton bags and then we had like our chirp phones clipped to it and sunglasses on. <laughs> oh my goodness I need to see this phone that has to be throwback Thursday it is I have to find it I don't know where it is but I will never forget that picture because it was so funny to me that is so funny but, but yeah. um okay the next part of it says next part of the likes and dislikes can I stand liars cheaters or thieves they always tell the truth even when it's hard to hear and they expect others to return the favors Tourists don't want to play guessing games. They assume others are being straightforward with them. Very true. Mm-hmm. If they find out someone has been lying, then they might cut them out of their life. Although tourists hate change, they hate manipulators more. Period, Pooh. Period. I'm going to close it out with this. Overall, tourists are one of the most hardworking signs of Zodiac. When they set their minds to something, it's only a matter of time until they accomplish it. Tourists yeah. never give up on themselves. They aren't afraid to put in hard work. They'll work on a project day after day until it's complete. It doesn't matter how long it takes. They are persistent. That's the result. This podcast is the result <laughs> of that section right there. I will just say that and drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what it is. It's all facts. That's why this is like MTV meant to be. Okay. Yes. So that's just a little bit about us, you guys. Like it's so it's so cool to like read some of these things because, like I said, I'm not the biggest zodiac person, but there's a lot of things that I do agree about it. And it's kind of crazy that some of the characteristics we do have the same, but a lot of them we don't. So it just goes to show that although some of these things may be true, at the end of the day, everybody is their own person and people pick up character traits and personality traits from genetics, you know, who they are, how they grow up. So you can't necessarily always judge a person by their zodiac sign. Um, so that's why I always say, get to know somebody for who they are before you yeah. ask them, like, what's your sign? And then just make a complete description of who you think this person is. Um, that is absolutely one of my pet peeves, but I will say that I do agree with a lot of the things we talked about today. Yes, for sure. I agree. 
Yes. So make sure you guys are listening um, all month long. We'll be sharing some more things about ourselves and have some more fun content coming to you guys. We do want to do a Q&A. So we post a Q&A box on our Instagram and we would love for you guys to put some questions in there. We're going to keep posting it so that we can get as many questions as possible. And then that we will we will be answering the questions on the podcast. So hopefully you guys are tuned in and following us on Instagram at somebody's mama pod. We would love to interact and talk with you guys. So if you have questions or about us or just a question that you want us to answer, maybe it's a question about your life that you would like our opinion on. Um, we would love to hear from you guys. So again, at somebody's mama pod on Instagram and make sure you guys are subscribed on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating and review. It will be great to get some reviews for our birthday month. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, step outside the box, give us some reviews. Thank y'all so much. And we will holler at y'all next week.